Welcome to the chairs. Tonight's main topic. We don't. We don't have one. <laughs> okay. I'm William Bush, alias Solid Bill, Reploid Bill. I'm Shane, Proto Guy. What up, people? I'm Seth. I go by Sario. And I'm Professor Zoom. He doesn't have a real name. <laughs> He's not cool enough. <laughs> Professor's the real part. Oh, all right. Okay, I'm sure that's exactly what's going on. So, regardless, the first thing I was going to bring up today, actually, I was going to talk about the uh, Final Fantasy IV remake. I'm not sure how many people actually played it, but I was waiting for it to die down a bit so you wouldn't be like, people wouldn't be... Uh, Hyped. Hyped. Like you had a chance to get off your high about it and actually talk about was it actually worth a shit. And Nick did send us a reel that he once played. It's uh, it's basically his review of it. I was going to play that and then I was just going to bounce off of it and just start the show. Hey everybody, this is Nicholas Bennett, otherwise known as the Lone Paladin from Ripley Productions. Some of you may even know me as Anakon off in the interweb world. Um, tonight's topic is, of course, as you already know, Final Fantasy IV, the complete collection of the PlayStation Portable. Unfortunately, I will not be here tonight, or next week for that matter, because I have a couple scheduling conflicts come up. So, William wanted my opinion on this specifically because, well, I'm pretty much the regent. I guess you would have to say Final Fantasy IV Guru for the entire production team because I have beat it over 200 times with no exaggerations in all its incarnations. But um, he did want he did want to know what I thought and he wanted me to do a quick review so that way I could still you know take part in the review tonight. So needless to say, let's go ahead and get rolling with that. Um, Final Fantasy IV's complete collection is a revamp of the old Final Fantasy IV game that not only has changed the feel of the game to a brand new experience, but still keeps you enthralled with the way you know the story was beforehand. Um, the revamped graphics actually helped out in a lot of the instances. Um, it was beautiful. They actually took the uh, character designs, or the original character concept art designs, and used that for the sprites this time instead of, well, what we had before. And I did agree with the way some of the sprites were moving, but you can only do so much. Um, Dark Knight did look a little, little awkward to me in some instances, but you know what? It was still, it was still great graphics to see. They added a lot of new effects for the uh, spells, the in battle fights, uh, especially with Mist Dragon. They added uh, a mist effect around the Mist Dragon at all times, so it just kind of helped draw you more into the battle. You're like, wow, this looks awesome. This, this is amazing, and it. It made you feel more like you know you were getting sucked into the story. Um, the upgraded, the upgrades that they did to the music, they did a new arranged mode for the music. Um, they took the ability to have the original music playing, and then at any time you go into your menu, you can flip it over to the arranged mode, which they rearranged the music, upgraded the upgraded the sounds and everything, and redid it to an extent. And I, I even I found that most of the time I'd be switching back and forth just to hear what the old music sounded like, but almost nine times out of ten I'd switch over to a range just to fight. I'd just run up and just start killing stuff randomly just to hear the new music, and it's like, wow, this is this has got more energy to it. I'm loving this. 
So basically, it's Final Fantasy IV that most of you who have played it love and know, but with a new feel that brings you back to the very first time you ever played it. I know when I was playing through it, I was like, oh my god. And William looked at me, he's like, what, what's up? He's like, is there a problem with it? It's like, no, I love this. It's like playing the game for the first time all over again. So it's quite an experience for me, um, especially because most of the times I have beat Final Fantasy IV was on the old Super Nintendo, which it was originally on, and it just, it, it made me feel a lot better about Square Enix actually remaking some of their games because they're trying now. Instead of just slapping some pretty new graphics on, like, oh, there you go, have fun. They actually revamped the, um, the translations and everything. So, all around, the Final Fantasy IV part was an amazing remake. Probably the best so far, and I think the closest that they're probably going to be to that was the abysmal Final Fantasy IV on the DS remake, but I'll get to that one some other day. Um, Carry On Now um, is a second part to the Final Fantasy IV universe, which they called the Interlude. Um, it's a between story between Final Fantasy IV and the After Years. And basically all it is, it's trying to tie in things a few years after the end of Final Fantasy IV. It's showing what everyone's doing with, you know, each different country, what every, every character's up to. You get to run around, have a little bit of fun with some of your old characters. You know, it... it Kind of interesting. Um, it was lacking on length, definitely, because I beat it, I think, about an hour and a half, two hours max. It wasn't that difficult. But it was still kind of interesting to see where everybody was at a few years later. And then, so I definitely play it before you play the After Years. If you haven't played the After Years on the Wii before, because it will help out understanding a lot of the stuff that's going on here and there. Speaking of the after years, actually, um, I played a little bit on the Wii um, a while back when it first came out. So being able to play through on the PSP is a godsend because I don't own a Wii. So, but basically, the way it's the way the after years is set, I think it's like supposed to be 15 or 20 years after Final Fantasy IV itself was over. It goes through the entire story of every character that you had, plus extra characters. Um, that are added into most of the others. Um, Yang's daughter is one of the playable characters. Edge, the ninja, has four of his own ninja pupils from Eblen. They actually go on different missions for him, and then if they survive, they can come and join him in the final chapter called The Crystal, which would be Cecil's story, I believe, which I have not got to yet, but I am looking forward to actually playing it. Um, they also added in a lot of new different things, um, especially the moon phases. The moon phases, what they do is um, it cycles through different settings of the moons, and what that does is, say, you have a white mage and a black mage. Well, one of the phases of the moon might beef up your white mage, but it'll sacrifice your black magic. <coughs> okay, so that was what he'd sent me. I'm not going to play the entire thing here. It is only 10 minutes long. We did go through most all of it. I'll leave it to people that really want to know exactly what he had to say for the rest. Because he does go into a little bit more into like music and the bands, and he knows stuff about like the actual Final Fantasy right. uh, live band. Yeah. And he does give it a rating. I want to say it was like 4.5 or something like that. I'm not sure, but we'll add that into our Final Fantasy Legacy 
cast. And I do have to say, I know I played it. I actually beat it. You were playing it, right? Correct. Yes, I'm still in the middle of it. You're still in the Like, how far did you get before you... <coughs> before I stopped playing it? Yeah. I'm a paladin. <laughs> <laughs> so Amazing. I started the game, got through like two levels, and said, "Okay, I'm I'm done." Okay, don't go, don't 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 tell them to go with my my judgment. Well, on it's not, clear, don't right? misunderstand. I was right. just I was just wanting to see what people thought about it now that it's died down a bit. Because like, okay, like with you, the first day you bought it, I know you were just sitting there. You didn't even talk to nobody. You were just playing it. Yes, yeah, it was so, true. See, that's what I mean, and that—that's what I was trying to do—is wait for the hype to die down on it, so you could go back and you could look at it. I feel it was decently redone. Okay. I have one major complaint. What's mm. that? Why does he walk like that? <laughs> Why do they all walk like that? <laughs> when he walks towards you, when like you're holding down on the D-pad, and he walks. And he has that woman walk where, like, his butt shakes and his arms are out to his side. Why does the Dark Knight he's, walk like he's that? He's a distinguished gentleman. He's going <laughs> to show you what he's got. He's going to show you what he's got in the polite way. In the polite way. But he's killed people, and he's, and you would think he's a gentleman. Uh-huh. But he's killed people. Yeah. I have to say it looked cooler. I like that they spliced in little CGI scenes yeah, and things like that. I saw a few of those. You showed me those. Yeah. Cool. I, I was impressed with it. I have to say, overall, I was very impressed with it. I did mm. not finish it. I got to the After Years, and it started losing me real bad. The After Years does not even come close to being what Final Fantasy IV was. It just wasn't. The remake, I did beat it a second time. It was fun. I had a good time with it, but it's over. It, if they release another one now, I just don't see the point to it. It's done. But then again, Final Fantasy 1 has had like seven or eight remakes, so we'll probably see four again. Well, but I mean, that that's even what I stated when uh, we posted up the uh, video on our YouTube channel. I was like... Well, we did this and we did that, and then we were, co- you know, we reviewed all the Final Fantasy games one through six, and plus all the add-ons that they made to make money. And <laughs> sadly enough, that's exactly was. why. Yeah. You know, like no offense, I mean, the game looks great. I watched Nick playing it. Um, he handed it to me for like maybe about five ten minutes so we can go and you know take a leak or whatever. But I sat and I fought it back exactly. <laughs> So, you know, I said I played a couple fights. It's like, all right, this, you know, this isn't that bad. But, I mean, that's almost the exact reason why anybody makes anything anymore. To make money. Right. So, well, they just don't take the chances they used to. Back, yeah. Referencing back, and it might not be extremely fair here, but Nintendo was real good about producing products. And they would let these third-party companies and different things like that. Now, we got some bad games from this. Don't yes. misunderstand me. The, the entire market was saturated. I remember I remember buying Superman. <laughs> I bought it like three times. I bought it on the I bought it on the NES. I didn't know how to play it. I couldn't figure out what it wanted from me. Can't mm-hmm. play Superman. Got it on the Sega. I was all kinds of excited. The case looked all badass. It was done by like Sunco or some mm. shit like that. <laughs> and like, it was, mm. it was awful. It was awful. There's just no other way to explain it, dude. It was like a side-scrolling... It was like a platformer, but it wasn't. 
He yeah. was like a Superman. And here, th this really pisses me off. This made me. This was one of the things that made me just so fucking mad. Why does he die when he falls off the building? The first thing is like <laughs> Metropolis, and you're all the uh, buildings, and you gotta go, and you gotta jump to building to building, and there's like these stupid robots, and like, do do, and uh, of course that's a game. Yeah. And I understand that in most games, if you get hit, Castlevania, this or that, uh, the guy falls, he's like, oh, and he falls off the building, it's done. You're dead. He's fucking Superman. Right. Clearly, whoever made the game never read the comic books. I, yeah, I, yeah. I would have even been okay with if he falls off the building, like the screen shakes and you take a little life bar and you flew back up yeah. or something. Yeah, I, but why does he die? See, now I can understand that. Because it was an unexpected fall. Look, usually he's ready for that. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. If he unexpectedly falls, he can't save I guess he's yeah. done. But, but I'm well, like, not like, I can't believe it's all the shit I've done for you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you can't catch me as a fall 300 stories of a building? Come on. But I mean, like, like in Doomsday, I can understand that. Because it's a beat-em-up. In a beat-em-up, the point is... No, you don't die. If you, if you fall in a hole on, be uh, on Doomsday, on that death of Superman, uh -huh. when you fall off the buildings, yeah. the screen the screen doesn't shake or nothing. You just fall, and he flies right back up and lands on a, lands on a platform. Well, that's, that's, that's what I mean, though. Like, I can understand losing lives. Because beat-em-ups are, again, they're meant for the arcade. They are meant to take your quarters. Yeah. You know... That's the whole point. That's how they make their money. That's understandable. You're playing a game with Superman. Superman. He falls off a building. He doesn't just go, oh, fly back around, instant laser beam the thing that shot him and land and then continue safely. Well, that's... that's but see, at the same time, if I play a game... Okay, here's, here's my biggest complaint. I play Tenshu, okay? Tenshu, Wrath of Heaven, whatever. The first, the second, the third, it don't matter. They're all the fucking same game. Yeah. You yeah. play that game, okay? My biggest complaint with video games, in terms of what I'm playing here, is I am a badass stealth ninja assassin. The first crack bag that sees me, <laughs> it's like, NINJA! And he comes up with his tiny staff and he pokes at me. And I can't do shit about it. They are both annoying. Because you'll fight the guys with the swords and you'll, like, you'll kick all their asses, but the guys with the spears? No, because they'll be like... And you can't... And you, get, and you know what you have. And you try to jump over them and they're like... You can't do nothing! They're gonna go with it! Stop 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 it! They're like the worst ninjas. I do not feel like a badass. I play Ninja Gaiden. I'm a badass, dude. Right. Everybody that comes at me is getting some. Okay? Me and Hayabusa, dude, he's all over the fucking place. Right, but right. then how come? How come you go to the other game? Even like Shinobi. Shinobi was harder than hell, but I oh, felt yeah. like uh -huh. a badass. Yeah, but okay? he was fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Rock, now, yeah. why do I feel like such a like? I could be the ninja in mm -hmm. fucking Tenshu. Okay, I need a grappling hook, a rice bowl, and I need to learn cut, cut, kick. That's it. That's the pinnacle of my ninja skill. Well, and if a guy with a spear catches me, I need to die. The training as a, as a ninja in their universe, uh, they, you were never trained to dodge any spear. So. <laughs> yeah, you you were meant to deal with the samurai who have swords only. No javelins or spears or throwing so, knives so or any first, other weapon. For so the first time you encounter 
If a guy yeah. if a guy walks up with his bare hands and tickles you, he's gonna tickle you to death. Because <laughs> you roll the train. You roll the train to fight people with And the whole time we'll be going, Ninja! Ninja! And, and, and your brain doesn't comprehend when you're getting tickled and you're laughing, it doesn't comprehend to swing the fucking sword and kill It's them. ridiculous. And then they give you like a counter later on in that game where like you're supposed to hit like R1 with absolute god timing. Like you had to be the designer of the game to understand where the timing block is to reverse the attacks on the enemies mm-hmm. and if you get it it's just like ding and it reflects the guy one time but then he keeps poking at you yeah. so it didn't matter anyway you're still going to get poked by the stupid spear guy yeah you had to have god timing go tick jump so like that that's really where i'm getting at with this if i play a game and i'm superman I should feel like I'm Superman. I should be a hard yeah. ass mm-hmm. in every single possible term of the word. Well, yeah, I should have do. laser eyes. I should see through buildings. I should, I should like kick a man in the chest, and everything but his chest is left standing. Like, right. and I should be invincible. There should only be one area in the whole game where I ever like lose life. I should have a life bar, and it should never go down. I should just be completely <laughs> awesome. And then, like, one random guy, for no reason, will have kryptonite, and I'll get around him, my ball will just be like, Boo! and I'm like, what's going yeah. on? And then I should just, like, lose. And then I would be irritated, yes. But then he would come back and just start lasering everybody's yeah, heads off. Yeah, but I feel like Superman, okay? Mm-hmm. That's my big problem. I'll wait for them to make Okay, so yeah, I was about to say, that's supposedly what we need to do. We need to design that game. Uh, now I never got to play the one from the movie, the new one. Returns, yeah, I played the shit out of that. Doesn't game. that have no life bar? Yeah. Aren't you like invincible? Yeah, Does you're invincible in every way, and you just have to protect the city because that's your life bar. So if you let the enemy when they appear and they fuck the city up, they're throwing cars and shit, and they're getting all angry. And if you were like, I ah, forget it and fly away, they'll <laughs> they'll, they'll slowly. I think the screen turned red or something like, oh, get your ass over there kind of thing. But you were invincible. You could freeze the enemies, blow them into the sky, knock them into the ocean. You could do all kinds of Was crazy stuff. Was it cool? Stuff. Because I, okay, I played it, it like a demo version early. of yeah. it. And I couldn't fly right. The only the only reason I even played the demo was because I was like, man, I'm going to fly around. It's going right. to be so sweet. Right. And I remember trying to fly and being like, this is kind of ass. It was very glitchy and unfinished. Yeah. It's like, uh, But when you flew fast, it was pretty cool because you could like, say you could target enemies, so I'd, I'd, I'd freeze them chuck them in the air, then super fly at them and they explode into pieces. And I was like, yes, yes. I was like, that's what I want from Superman. And then a dude would shoot me with something even. I was about to say, you can make that game where Superman just go, laser dead, laser dead, laser dead, laser dead, and just keep walking down the street like this. Yeah, but it was real real glitchy, though. Like, it was... uh, it wasn't finished by far. You had an island you were on, and then the other island, there was like two missions there, and then the game was over. And I think you... I can't remember who the boss was. But it was pretty. It was pretty awesome because you could slam on the ground and shit. You know, so you felt like Superman shit was going on. But see, that's but after that, it was on PS2 when I played it. So if yeah. if if they like did it again on PS3, it was probably also be awesome. on the 360. Oh, okay, I never. It was, it? yeah, it was. Yeah, but I didn't have it. Came out for the. Uh, I'd have a 360. The only uh, next gen console it ever came out for was the 360. Yeah. I wonder if it was any yeah. better on any it, console I in hope particular. It was. But yeah, that's just that's always been a peeve. Mine is that one? It pisses yeah, me off. Yeah. <laughs> I just I don't understand it. It makes no sense to me at all. But uh, I have a question. Yeah. 
Okay. Question here. Everybody's played some Mega Man. Yeah. Here we go. Now, so and I'm the only one that will argue that Mega Man is better than X. Okay. I'm just stating the I think game-wise, there are some factors where I enjoyed Mega Man a lot more than X. But I just gotta say, when this show came out, now I'm looking at it right now. Mm, Play it right now. Show. It looks, it looks so awesome. Right. You know, Fireman and all this stuff. This show is not this cool. Come no, in. They ruined my favorite character. <laughs> Proto Man. Why did they ruin him? He's a bitch. I guess. He's not a bitch. He was he was never this, able to beat Mega Man regardless. Yeah, I was about to say, when you stop to think about it, all Proto Man ever did in the games was Hi, I'm Proto Man. Mega Man, go this way. Come on. I mean granted you fought him a couple times, but you weren't really fighting him. Right. You know what I mean? So it's kind of one of those, all right, I can understand the show just being like, Mega Man, go here, do this, bye, because that's what happens in the game. I think in that's the show, understandable. I think in the show he was just one of Wiley's bitches, like, constantly. I don't remember if he... I don't know, I, I don't remember the they show that really much. It's, it's been yeah. so long. But in the show, their musculature was so weird-looking. Like we should. Uh, they were oddly muscular. I could say that, but at the yeah. same time, there weren't any people, so right, you can't so compare you their compare, muscles yeah. to people. They yeah. they were supposed to be based on humans. Yeah. I, my biggest complaint: the artwork was friggin' awesome. Like whoever it was, who was doing the artwork. Like yeah. they knew what they were doing, but then like, okay, Cutman is like, I'll get Mega Man, and he takes his thing off his head and he throws it. And he's such a joke. Like, I remember this one yeah. time he threw it and there was a plane. I just recently oh, yeah, watched yeah, the little yeah, series there, okay? Yeah. And, like, Mega Man ducks and he cuts the plane, but it's not like, shing, and the plane falls in half like a ninja or something. He just put one tiny gash mark across the side of the plane. That's it. And he gets it back. Like, I think, I think the only hardcore thing he ever did was Mega Man, like, shot him. Took his power, used his worthless power, but couldn't do anything with it, so he shot it and cut a rope. That <laughs> made like a beam fall. Nice. And I was like, I was like, okay, you are worthless. Yeah. <laughs> How does that power now I I can understand why it is it didn't cut Not a plane in half like it should have. <laughs> right. And the only reason why is because technically the cartoon is marketed towards children. So that people in the plane are gonna die. And you know, yeah, yeah, but that's I can't say that. But for that's sure. what makes us yeah, a villain, though, is that they just exactly. don't care. Exactly, they don't care. They're like, yeah. hey, you see that okay, one bunch of Justice League? The Justice League cartoon that they come out with—that was for kids. Technically, it wasn't yeah. supposed to be for us, but I watched the whole thing, start to finish, every yeah. single episode. I have it actually. Now I think it was very well done. There are kids' cartoons out there. Mm-hmm. Batmans and Supermans and things like that that really yeah. do cross genre and you can enjoy them at any age. Like the Batman, the original animated series. Oh, that that was was based on yeah. Dude, that I will watch that. On Disney XD, it'll come on at like midnight and it'll be like Batman and Spider-Man, like the shit we grew up on. And I'll sit and watch that and go, I was going to bring that up. You, you feel like you're seven. I don't feel it's just a nostalgia because I just recently got the entire series. Mm-hmm. And I watched it, okay? And I felt like every single episode was something special, something different, right. something mm-hmm. like its own little miniature movie. Yep. And I enjoyed it. 
I got a big problem here. How come later on, when the animation is better, and you got a ton more money, and you got up and coming like stars, I guess you'd say, and cartoons are taken a lot more seriously, they get professional voice actors and shit for cartoons now. Yeah. Why is the new Batman ass? Wait, the brand new one? Brave I think bold. there's two that I'm actually it, it speaking depends. of. Brave and the Bold is one that he's in, right, Batman? Yeah, the Brave and the Bold is Isn't that, that, isn't that is shit? I, 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 I will give it, yes. I, I watched the hell out of it, but only because it went back toward more. They tried to blend it. They tried to make it Batman the Animated Series, where he's still a badass, but they made it Adam West Batman, where he's still blue cloak, gray shirt, fucking walking around. Hey kid, you did a great fucking job and fucking, you know, it's blue <laughs> that bubble. Was, man. That would be a bad one. Hey kid, you did a badass job. I'd be yeah. like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nowadays Adam West would, but yeah. you know what I mean though. They're trying to make <laughs> Adam West <laughs> Batman. Now if you watch Oh yeah. But if you watch like Batman Under the Red Hood. Yeah. That was awesome. That was the shit. That's okay, but but to be fair, that's a movie. That's that. I'm not True. even gonna count that in the same genre. What about that stupid fucking show that came out, The Batman? I don't know. I don't know. Really are, yeah. are, are, are you wearing weird art style? style? I mean, like like you were had the elongated head and shit. Yeah, and the cow had like the tiny. And, and like Joker was like a Rastafarian. Or yes, something? Yeah, yes, 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 yes. What the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the show to be made they made they made it like almost an anime blend but it wasn't really anime it was like right, American style anime yeah. and so, so. they made Joker into like he's always wearing the fucking straight jacket like he should be okay, okay but they made his hair look like he was like he had fucking dreads nice he didn't have like fucking you know like fucked up like you know he looks I thought like he said last of fire and I thought they just went all out and they were like you know what Joker's black now no, 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 no. <laughs> Joker has no pigmentation. So right. So when you, you look at this yeah. guy, I'm dead serious. If you took him and you colored him, like made him like a darker skinned dude, and right. then like put a counter in front of him, you would go buy your fucking cakes from that guy or some shit yeah, like yeah, that. Okay. Yeah. It's so awesome. Welcome to my hash bar, man. How can I serve you? That's crazy. I you didn't know, know about that. Dude, yeah. it's not just him. Sucks. The yeah, every it's single it's bad guy seemed to get the fucking right. the lead foot right in the asshole. Because the show is awful. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, and then the movie that came out for it, it was, it was brilliant, it was the best idea I've ever thought for a movie, Batman versus Dracula, and then there was, oh, that's Batman where that came from, yeah. I saw Batman versus Dracula, what is that, okay. like, they weren't they, like, they completely forgot what Batman was about, let's go ahead and fight supernatural creatures, yeah. vampire creatures, what is fucking, <laughs> this is this is fuck dude, fuck that! I would rather watch fucking Scooby Doo go fuck with motherfucking you know Dracula and shit like that, because then at least it would be funny. It's it just the Scooby Doo movies kicked ass. That's I what I mean. I want to watch. Not all. Not all. The first one. Whenever we left it, Werewolf comes on, I say, let's see what else is on. I like the first two. Yes. Okay. Yes, dude. The first two. I've never one. seen the third, so I'm not gonna pass judgment there. But I know there was another one after the third that was a live-action uh, movie that I think yeah. went straight to DVD, and it was ass. Like, 
It is. I, I was on TV and I okay. seen it. I, I was like watching it for a second, like, wait, it's, it's a new Scooby Doo movie. Click, 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 click. click. It sucks. Oh, look, Ninja Warrior. Hells yeah. Let's nice. watch that instead. That show was awesome. Yes, and it still is. Oh, I just don't understand. Like, okay, our cartoons. I don't know if it was something about the 90s, was it more lax or something, but right. our cartoons had a style that I don't feel like I'm being biased. I really don't. I feel you like if you, introduce, if you introduce some of the kids that are right. watching their cartoons now, has anybody seen the new Spider-Man, the spectacular Spider-Man? No. Yes. I don't and care for that shit either. I don't know. Like, I'm kind of in the middle because it follows the comics more, like, Does strict. It? Yes, it, it follows the comics strict to the code. Everything is how it's supposed to be. The problem is, they kind of dumbed it down a bit for the kids. Like, okay, okay, you're that, good. that changes it because because in the '90s, in ours, okay, Mary Jane gets lost in the time vortex. She's never found. At the end of the series, she never comes back. Gwen Stacy, I think, ends up dead. Mm -hmm. um, the other girl becomes the Black Cat. Yeah. Like. Almost every single person that Parker ever cared about is killed by the clone mm -hmm. during, during like that second yeah. dimension thing. Like, like they weren't pulling too many punches here. Like, mm -hmm. at the start of the series, they were like, "Oh no!" And that guy would get hit, and he'd be like, "I got hurt." But they wouldn't ever like show that that guy was dead or something. Later in the series, they were just like, "Okay, they're gonna cancel us. Let's do it right." Mm -hmm. Right. Well, the, going back to the Batman. Uh, Series, I love the, the episodes with um, Clayface in it. Those are pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. I remember how sweet those were when I was younger. I like Clayface anyway. I'm Clayface, biased, exactly. I'm biased yeah. to Clayface, but those those episodes are pretty sweet because like Batman thought he killed him, and he's like, oh, I didn't mean to kill him, but I had to stop him. Then at the end, he's walking around, morphed into some chick, and he's like, ah, 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 ah. You, you and it's all dark and scary. You, you just said like, 100% you know, just, right there. Like, yeah. That attitude is missing. Like He yeah. basically... Okay, they give you a little hint at the end. He posts this, he, he posts this thing, and he's like, he's like, no, there's a chance that he could still be alive. Yeah. Well, okay, but it's not 100. percent When you see that, right. every kid in a, in America, every kid that was watching that show immediately when he got like barbecued and he turned into dust, everybody was like, Batman just killed Clayface. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, that was so, just like... No, but, 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 but are you about? ready for the fun part after, now that I'm thinking about it? Because when you stop to think about it, the way cartoons progressed, it was the 40s, 50s, and 60s, it was all, of course, serial reels before, you know... No, 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 no. Not, not even then. Well, okay, I guess, like, I still have my 1949 original Batman serial reel, and, like, I have the original serial reels of Superman back when mm -hmm. they were, like, did 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 That's pretty sweet, dude. Yeah. I was watching it this morning. Um, but you just mentioned the progression. I think somewhere in the 50s or 60s, it was the 60s, they had that Spider-Man show. Yeah. That cartoon. Yeah, because they show that every now and again. Oh, and I go, man. Change it. They just they have you actually up. watched? I have watched like two episodes, and after the two episodes, I refuse oh, to watch no, it. Oh, no, we watched it. We watched it. Let's I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm one of those people that sits and they find like the, you know, F, D, and C grade horror movies just to watch it and go, look, they fucked up there, and they fucked up there, and they fucked up there. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, that Spider-Man show... I think, and I, I said this today, actually, to somebody, I can't remember, 
Okay, I, I, I mentioned this. I, I said it to Angie, actually. I said, listen. I said, there's a reason that our parents grew up and got out of cartoons and mm -hmm. I'm still watching them. Exactly. I mean, there's got to be. Because all, all, all our parents, they're like, they're like, you like your cartoon, you like your cartoon. At least most of them, they'll get on your ass about that. They're like, yeah. they're like you're so-and-so years old. It's done. It, cartoons is done. Cartoons is done. Mm -hmm. They're like, okay, my mom will reference like some Looney Tunes or shit like that. And that seems to be okay if you're still growing up and you're 40 right. years old and you're watching Looney Tunes. But you can watch Batman. They cap like this attitude with you. And I'm going to tell you why. Because their cartoons were straight up Ass. They were like the Justice Friends and shit. Yeah. Oh, God. You know what's sad is I actually used to like that because it was the only superhero Secret show that was on the Cartoon yeah. Network at the time. Right, right. And you'd have to deal with Shape of a Giant Fucking Pterodactyl. That, oh, that, wasn't, even, that wasn't even the big problem. Like, uh, the problem is when he's flying and there's like a giant ant in the city or something and they're like, oh no, there's a giant ant. And then wait, stop it. all of a sudden, it, the next frame of animation is just him flying crookedly down. And then the, it'll show the ant doing the same thing it was just doing to the yeah, same city. To the same exact car. Same thing, same car. Yeah. But, like, they'll put in an extra graphic where something comes off its head. And then Superman will be like, oh! But it doesn't change him. He's still flying and he just lights up different. And then you see him, like, fall on the ground in the next scene. He's like... That ant shot a laser beam. Yeah. And then Superman, like, the very next scene, it'll just show him, like, with his arm up, like he punched the ant, and there'll be, like, an effect, like a sparky-looking yeah. effect, and the ant will be like, oh, that is ass. Yeah. It's so weak yeah. that going back, and I do go back, I constantly I go back and I see what the predecessors, what yeah. built us up, what gave us our shows, the Spider-Man, the Superman, the Batman... Those cartoons are dreadful. Mm -hmm. You know what's a good Spider-Man series that uh, I do remember? It was the one on MTV. You remember Didn't that? it only go like one season? I believe so, but I thought it kicked so much ass. MTV. I'm sorry, I thought it was sweet. I, I think Ronnie Downey Jr. or whatever. It had, it had a darker like tone because it was the, the, the it art was style was to different. Be, it was supposed to be it was computer animation. And it was supposed to be taking place off the movie. So it's right. It's supposed to take place in between the first and second movie when they get that apartment building. Because he's in that apartment and he's going to college and shit like that. And I, I think I only have one part of that series, like four episodes, and I could never find the rest of it. Like not, not, on, not on video or nothing like that. I'm sure that if I went out of my way, I could obtain it illegally, but... And they just yeah, don't understand. We're, we're gonna... No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that that's a, that's another reason that that happens quite often. It's not just that people are trying yeah. to save money, but within TV shows, there are so many shows that aren't released. Like I can't get my hands on Green Hornet, mm -hmm. things like that. The only way I'm going to get that is if I want to get the series. Mm -hmm. I either have to look online for hours and yeah. get lucky, Thanks. or I have to like. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean because one of my favorite cartoons was always Reboot, and I've been trying to find it. Where's that? I, I can't find it. Reboot. I found, I found yeah. season one on Netflix, tried to get it, and it said, eh, you'll get it eventually sometime in like five years. I was like, you're fucking kidding me, man. It's Netflix. That's, 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 that's a shit. Show. Like, whatever happened to that? Yeah. 
That was a '90s cartoon. So that was uh-huh. under why people download shit. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, that—that's what I was getting at toward the whole progression thing. Like, you started out with Looney Tunes, then you get toward like the other shows. Then once you get to about the '80s and '90s, you start out with Beavis and Butthead and Ren and Stimpy the and Max. All Real Monsters and The Max. Yeah. Or The Head. The Head was the like crazy. crazy. I love the Head, and I can never yeah. find episodes of everything else I can That's find it. online. I can I remember, the, I remember the, the mother Yeah. But I mean, and of course the Mask. But, but you know what I mean. Right. Like it yeah. got to that point where cartoons were being made by people who grew up on cartoons Speaking and they started making them more like adult oriented but for kids as well so that's the whole point as to why it is that most of us see us as a screwed up generation well i think i think it's got something and then all the parents freaked and said don't do that don't do that don't do that like parents do i don't know i don't know because okay the guys that do the justice league they did Batman, our series. Mm-hmm. They did the Justice League. They did Batman Beyond. Like they, they do all mm-hmm. these shows, okay? Every single one of those guys, the five guys that are most responsible for those, they were comic book. Mm-hmm. They were comic book nerds. Yep. That that and this is this is true. I just seen this on the Justice League thing. They were talking to these guys, and he said he said well, what are he says, I love this Cadmus thing, this Cadmus thing. He's like, yeah. and I liked how you, I liked how you, you, you swayed from the comic book. You had a grown-up feeling, but you were still able to keep it for kids so that everybody could check it out. Mm-hmm. And he said, what is it, what is it that made you think, do these, do these stories, do these stories? And the guy said, I'm going to tell you why. He said, because when I was growing up, there wasn't a single decent superhero cartoon on television. There was nothing for me to watch. He said everything was a joke, or it was some sort of witty humor that just wasn't funny to me, or they made they made my heroes look like child's play puppets, mm-hmm. and I just I just didn't I didn't admire that at all. He said so when I got into this, the first thing on my mind was I'm going to make a show that if I was a kid, I would have loved to have seen this show over every other show, mm-hmm. and I think that's a part of what changed it is the industry finally found a couple guys that were taking it seriously and I think they're not doing that anymore. They don't they don't hire an animator now or a storyboard artist and say, Look, you know comic books, come to our show. They're like, you know how I animate? I need an animator. Mm-hmm. Even the Justice League, every single episode of the Justice League, they have professional comic book artists come in and do the storyboard. Yep. So that the show flows like a comic right. book. Yeah, because I was about to say, because I've been watching that uh, Avengers, Earth, My- Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Yeah. That sticks right to the comics. Like, no joke, it's there. It's exactly how it's supposed to go down. Now, granted, I don't feel that they'll strike side they to side. Because they, they, can't, they can't do comic books. There's a reason the comic books code authority had to be put mm-hmm. into place. Comic books are severe. Like, if you're reading Spider-Man, or it doesn't matter, Spider-Man, Captain America, like the, the Civil War outbreak thing, all this mm-hmm. different stuff, everybody's dying, like, all yeah. the time. DC has gotten so comfortable with death now that they're just like, let's have a crisis. Let's have another crisis. Let's have an infinite crisis. Let's have a final crisis. Let's have a countdown to infinite crisis. Let's have a countdown with more crisis. Let's cause problems. <laughs> No, let's no. let's do okay. blackest night. Okay, now let's do brightest day. 
That's not enough. Let's mess it up even worse. Now we're going to flashpoint. Like, leave them alone. Yeah. They need some doubt. It's vacation time in the DC. <laughs> no, no, no. Must, must kill off these characters. Yeah, I was about to say. They have to kill them all off so they can revenge everybody. That's all I'm getting at. Don't you understand? That's now they've destroyed the entire continuity of time and space and characters in general. Like, Wayne doesn't even exist now. Well, that's uh -huh. just for Flashpoint. It's a special event. So it's <laughs> I, I, I realize it's a special yeah, event. It but is this, yeah. this going to be one of those events where at the end... They try to fix it, or they just say that never happened. No, it'll, it'll, it'll just normal. go back to normal, and it'll never happen. Yeah, I'll just say it's the it's it's should never like... happen. It should have. It'll be the same as if it okay, never but, even no, started. No, so. I know that. I know that. So it's just like watching Flash time travel. Batman. You know, it's not Wayne or anything. I understand that. It's but still his dad. Yeah, yeah. He, but he still looks bad as fuck. He does look bad as fuck. And he's I mean, red that. instead of yellow. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm just getting at the point where. Well, but see, but my problem with like, cause, cause I know we have like a Marvel DC thing going on, and I like DC more, but Marvel like never kills anyone. But they always do their things. Like, they have fear itself. I was about and, like, to say, they do Civil War. Yeah, but, like, and usually it's someone, like, not important, but it's, like, yeah. Civil War. And then <laughs> well, it's, like, that's what I mean. Well, people but they went to, important. Yeah, and at the same time, I have a lot of the what-ifs. I have and a lot one of the what-ifs like is, what is, one of them is, what happens if when Peter Parker dies, if he rejected the spider to come back, what would happen? And it's, now, Venom comes back best, no, and takes him over. No, best what-if I've ever heard of in my entire life, Greg Red. Best what if Which one? ever. You gotta go get it. I want it so bad. He said he, he said he read this Deadpool what if. Oh, uh, I gotta get it out. Deadpool and Venom. Yeah. No, it was like Deadpool when he goes back or something and he's able to help people. Oh that's no, funny. that's just that's not even a what if. That's a uh, hulked-out heroes. That's a, is that what they? Yeah, are? that's all. Dude, that, he was yeah. telling me about it. It's tell me, tell me about it. Oh, yeah. All right, Hulked Out Heroes. There's two issues, but it's part of it's part of the whole like I don't know what whatever happens after Civil War stuff going on. Okay. So they make all the heroes Hulk-like. So Deadpool is, and he's like, uh, Deadpool's whole thought is he's gonna go back in time and kill himself because he's puny and he annoys himself. So he's gonna <laughs> go back in time as a Hulked Out Deadpool, and he goes back and eventually he ends up ruining all kinds of timelines, like. Uh, Doctor Strange is driving on the road, his car's about to crash, he picks his car up and he goes, oh, sorry, I saved your life, now your hands won't be broken. And then, the, so that stops him <laughs> continuing. And then, never yeah, so Doctor oh, Strange God. in turn never happens. That's, and then, so pretty much they blame Deadpool on all the what ifs in all of Marvel ever is is his fault because it's all because Deadpool. Peter Parker is about to take you know the picture and the spider's there and he pushes him out of the way and slams like a whole wall onto the spider and he's like that spider <laughs> and then you're like okay well that Spider Man's gone. You like, said something he's like look out kid or yeah, something yeah look like, out kid and he uh, who's there's another little kid that gets hurt or something. He's like, watch out, buddy. And he saved him from electric yeah, shooting or some no, shit. No, was that? Didn't you say he pushed the guy out of the? He pushed the. He pushed Matt. Out yeah, of the he pushed him out of the truck. Something. Yeah, he's like, watch out, kid. And, and then he's he, like, why would they be transporting these chemicals? Yeah, he's like, why would these chemicals be transporting on the road like this? Oh, <laughs> God. So he completely destroyed. He destroyed everything. Daredevil never happened. That is beautiful. That was actually when I watched the the Daredevil movie. I was asking that same question. But he did it too. That's really uh, ironic. No, uh, a convenient plot device. Yeah. They needed it. They're thinking when they're making this movie. How can we make him blind? 
transport chemicals and he runs in and it sprays into his eyes. I can't remember the original. Like, like very, very, very original. I have the book. Didn't he get beat up and knocked into drums of chemicals? I can't remember. I, I actually like, have the first issue yeah. of Daredevil, but I can't remember for the life of me. I never read it. It looks like ass. Oh, yeah, and he runs the hole because he... The Gamma's about to go off, and he pushes him down into the hole, and he's like, "I got you!" And then so there's no more, no hole <laughs> in there. I could just, but I, I just, I just thought about like, something that we we're gonna to have to bring up here. Dave will be on our ass. Anyway, yeah, but what, what I was saying is like they have like they have like Civil War, Siege, Fear itself. Well, Fear itself is now. There's a lot of stuff between all that, but uh, yeah, no one ever dies. But Fear itself is supposed to be like this huge plague of fear on the earth and. Like, Juggernaut has Thor strength, and uh, Ronin has Thor strength, and they're possessed by evil, but they're not going to ever kill anyone, so I don't ever really read that stuff. Like, I just yeah. know it's going to be a big battle, which would be sweet, but I don't feel like it's... Uh, I mean, you know, I don't know. Well, Someone doesn't have to say, die. Like, the greatest death that I've see, ever seen in Marvel history was... Uh, there's a what if, for what if uh, Wolverine became Weapon X again. And they assembled a team of, like, Captain America and Black Panther and fucking Shadowcat and, like, three other people. <laughs> and, like, Wolvie just starts picking them off one by one. And eventually he walks up to Shadowcat. And, I mean, he's, like, stalking her, like, Hi, girl. You're gonna die now. And out of nowhere, she grabs his face and he cuts her arm off. And he dies the most painful, horrific death ever. Because she fused her hand into his head, and he's permanently stuck in a limbo state where he no, cannot, he's trying to heal himself, but he can't because he can't get her arm out. Right. So he's just stuck there lying on the ground like a zombie, just completely fucked. Nice. It's beautiful. What if Sir Like, I hate to ruin the ending for most people who wanted to read that. The reason why it's, it's amazing. amazing. Because Shadowcat's cool. Don't, don't do something. Like, ah, okay. I, I'll, say, I'll say that, like, the what ifs and things like that. I understand that Marvel doesn't kill its, yeah. kill its characters. They're not very comfortable with the possibility of their character not coming back. Like, but at the same time, their Captain America has died. Spider-Man has died. You know, Wolverine has died. All these characters always end up... Did Wolverine die, dead. though? Technically speaking, they say he died. I oh. can't remember. I think there's been like two different issues where they claimed he's died. Right. And then he shows back up. So, my biggest thing about it is that there's really no difference with DC. I, I see DC do it all the time. DC's all about... That guy's dead, 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 that guy's dead. Right. But DC just found a convenient excuse to constantly kill their characters. They were like, okay, that guy there, he's dead. But he's actually in a different universe, and there's a whole thing, and, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and then they find this way around it, and I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. Fuck all yeah. Now, now it's starting to turn into like bleach and stuff like that, where it's like, What's that? This character's dead. We'll see. Most companies wouldn't have the balls to, like, say they were wrong. So DC was like, okay, after Blackest Night, they brought back 12 heroes. And that's it. They were like, no one comes back ever again. And just if you're like, yeah, but then Batman came back. Ah, he was already teleported yeah, so away by Darkseid. But, but that's what uh, one thing I never got. People were like, oh, Darkseid killed Batman. And I was like... Okay, the only way that... Because they showed Batman's bones, and that was to sell the book or whatever. You know, I agree yeah. that that was, like, 
to get people to buy Final Crisis. But Darkseid's powers don't do that. Like, I've never seen him just shoot a guy with an I-beam to kill him because his most powerful ability is to shoot you with an I-beam and send you to, like, an infinite layer of hell. Like, you just keep going through these universes, these, like, dimensions where you're fucked up and you're on fire and fucking dead. And, I mean, yeah. shit's going on with you, but you never it's die. Yeah, it's supposed to fuck you, like, fuck you up, and you can never come back unless he says so. Like, he has to bring, he can bring you back. So I was like, why would he do that to one of his most hated, like, people ever? Why would he just be like, no, I'm just going to kill you? I was like, no, he would send him to the dimension. So then I even called it when they're like, oh, the return of Bruce Wayne. I'm like, well, Darkseid just sent him to, like, a time warp, infinite loop of bad dimensions. So I guess if somebody went through, yeah, they'd, they'd go get him. But, but, uh, but yeah, that was a ploy to bring him back. But DC promised no more death. And I haven't seen any, or no more resurrection. I haven't seen anybody come back. I read online. It's been a few months, you know, that's so that's pretty good. The DC, starting in August, is rebooting their entire universe. No. See, I don't, I don't see how that could ever happen. No. I was about to say, because that's what I keep hearing is, they're going to reboot it, they're going to redo everybody, and I'm like, well, if they if keep they killing everybody that, off, If they did it. that, they would have to fucking cold turkey the entire comic book industry and say, you get nothing. They'd have to wait a month or two, yeah. they'd have to write an they'd issue have to finish one. All, yeah, all their stories out, yeah. the line yeah. of plots. They would have to fit. They would have to write an issue one for every single character, at least one by one. And first off, Action Comics is mm -hmm. the closest only comic book ever that will probably hit one thousand. Yeah, they're on nine hundred one. They're not just so. going to flatline their series and start it from issue one. Like it, yeah. They yeah. will not do it. Yeah, they'll make them wait the year to two to five to get, to get to the up to a thousand. Yeah. Yeah, we made it! Okay, what that was going on is people read Blackest Night, people read Brightest Day. They're probably reading Flashpoint and thinking that the end of Flashpoint will reboot number one, because that'll be about August. That'll be that's, like... That's what which actually brings up a debate, but I'll let Bill continue. People are thinking that they're going to read these big events, and that that DC in the last, last year or two has yeah. purposely tore down their kingdom and destroyed everything they've ever put up, so that they can reboot. That's what people think. Because I thought it when I seen Blackest Night, what I thought was going to happen yeah, is they were going to lose. Yeah, I it was going to be the end, and it was going to say, yeah. "In blackness engulfs the universe." Ah, but that there was hope. Epic, though, and a white wind flew it. through space and yeah. struck the Earth and shattered, and the black power would have shattered, and the entire planet would have like rotated backwards, and issue one Superman would have came out next month. And rebooted the entire. I really thought that was coming or something. Yeah, like it'd be an infinite loop of yeah. chance to be evil and it never happened. Yeah, that'd be sweet. No, like I was yeah. saying though, that actually brings up a valid point because Bill and I argue this point a lot. It's almost be it used to be almost a regular debate. How did Flash get his powers? There's a, a long-winded story on that. One. That that's exactly but what I it is because. <laughs> It's supposed to be that dude is working as a scientist. Yeah. Suit knocks over chemicals. Mm -hmm. Flash so goes through the series. At the end of the series, he doesn't like what's going on. He runs backwards so fast that his body disintegrates. Costume happens to knock over chemicals and start Flash. Right. Which now is not possible is because they added that speed force shit. Mm -hmm. And he could run through time and it wouldn't cause that effect. Well, what, actually, it, it was not because he ran through time. It's uh, he stopped the crisis on infinite Earths, and they're saying that that's what 
brought yeah. it back or whatever. Like, because when he had to stop the crisis, he had to run around the machine. This is before he could do all that crazy shit, by the way. So the first time he ran around this machine to destroy it, and like I don't know what the fuck his plan was. Like he just knew it was gonna destroy it, whatever. Yeah. But he's running around it <laughs> I have the he probably home, figured I, it would be a vortex. Yeah, but he's like he, so he's running around this shit and he just starts turning into bones and his suit flops and then and then when they did Universe Zero, which is an issue I have too, they show yeah that suit is the one he he turned into the bolt of right. lightning as well. He was, so the suit his suit did knock the chemicals down and he was the bolt of lightning that struck himself so he started the flash yeah but, right. but, but then but that didn't come out till way yeah. but that didn't yeah. come out till way later no, I'm, no, 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 I'm the initial was just lightning I'm gonna give you that yeah. but this comes down to the chicken and the egg thing. I know exactly if that's that what they happened, wanted that's what they right. wanted yeah. if that happens then the original flash the first flash yeah. had to have been created by a completely different set of circumstances yeah and then he made it the one yeah. then he yeah. made the suit yeah. he went forward he goes through all that bullshit and then he accidentally creates himself yeah. but something created him first yeah and, and then the time convergence all that's gone anyway so. you're right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. which is actually sadly enough i sat and thought about that one day like just completely pissed drunk and thought about it and i figured that's the whole god concept you know what i mean like i put it toward real world applications god came created the earth did everything set time in motion the earth you know continues to go time continues to go we get to the end of time it loops, starts over, yeah. but God doesn't show back up because time's already started. Yet everybody still considers there to be a God that created it. No, we could be on time number five billion six hundred and seventy-two million nine hundred and seventy-three. I saw yeah. I a TV show thing. Yeah, it, 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 it was like, like you know, the last human even did yeah. it. Yeah, there was well, like last human that power, so much power because of all the technology we developed in the future. Like there'd be a big war, last human. He ends up being our god, repopulates the earth, remakes it, changes everything, and then he leaves or whatever. And but yeah, see, that, that's exactly what I mean. Like, we time just keeps yeah. looping and we're stuck in a paradox. Mm -hmm. And nobody realizes it because our lifespan isn't long enough to realize, oh, hey, we're just stuck in a time paradox. Tweak, right. fix, done, time well, linear. Tweak? You just tweak the time paradox? <laughs> yeah. You just, just reached over hey. it. Doc Brown can do it with a fucking DeLorean. He way off. I was about to say. Yeah. But I mean, that's what I mean. Like, like, no joke. If Doc Brown can take a fucking DeLorean, go, start it up, 88, poof, gone. And all of a sudden, oh no, now we're in another universe in a completely different paradoxal state. That's a tweak. That's a fix. That gets us into a different timeline. Since we're on these time paradoxes, <laughs> I have one. I have one that I've always wondered about. Okay, one of the worst storylines ever in the history of time-affected storylines oh, that God. I've seen. Why do I feel scared? Terminator. Oh God! Now, I, I want you to think about this yeah. for a second. In the first movie, yeah. yeah, they send someone back to kill the mother. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. They send this unit back. The unit goes back, fails, and leaves behind a piece of itself. That creates Cyberdyne industry. Okay, time has changed. Mm -hmm. When the date yeah. comes that it's supposed to happen, it never happened. Because they had the parts, and they were studying it, and making even more terrifying Upgrades. projects. Yeah. Because they already had the technology that took so long to develop that came back right. in the first. Now in the second movie, they destroy that, 
they destroy the chips, they burn this technology, they kill that Terminator, and later on, John Connors becomes like this fucking bum because it never happened. Mm -hmm. Then part three, there's another Terminator from another series of time that comes back that was completely a thousand times more advanced, and the Terminator that comes back to save it is the 100 series. Well, not just that. It's supposedly that Terminator. He says it in that movie. He says, he says, uh, I kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, excuse me? And he says, after I killed you, your wife reprogrammed me and sent me back to protect you in this time. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Why? Now, I realize they sent this other Terminator back and they were going to kill John Connor. But here's my question. If that Terminator already killed John Connors, why did they feel it necessary to send a Terminator back? You know why? To kill because John they actually Connors? they explain the story as on uh, Independence Day in the year twenty five fifty seven whatever the, whatever the fuck it is. X X X. It's yeah in the year two thousand X when he does it, he had already won. They blew up cyber. Or they blew up Skynet. They destroyed everything. These are no joke. Like the last few Terminators left. And what beforehand, they send the most advanced back. Then they send the 1,000 unit that he already has a attachment to from his boyhood experiences. That's quote-unquote exactly what they say. Yeah. Through your boyhood experiences, you have an attachment to this model number. I infiltrated, killed you, your wife sees me, kill me, Smacks me upside the back of the head with a lead pipe. My wife sees me kill me. Yeah, <laughs> Just keep going. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> sees me kill you. Cracks me over the head with a lead pipe. Shut up. <laughs> Reprograms me. Sends me back. I am here to help you because if I'm not here to stop this other, well, block this other one from getting anything done, it will kill you and alter the timeline. Alright, fine. The one wasn't even supposed to be meant. It was supposed to be one and two. Hold on. We'll, we'll give that one. No, we'll give that Thank one. You. The third one. Okay, now the fourth one happens. The fourth one is the salvation. Because of that, he's extraordinarily paranoid. Mm -hmm. Somehow, they get an operative and they completely change the entire aspect of the Terminator because right. that dude's like a living robot and shit. Yeah, he's they, humanoid that they put the metallic pieces in and integrated so he could become the first Terminator. He is the T-001, which in the third movie they already show the T-001 as one of the HKs or the Hunter Killers that runs around on all fours that you can kill on... Uh, Robocop versus Terminator. Okay, and all now the at the games. end of Salvation, what happens? At the ascent of Salvation, uh -huh. they take his living human heart from the robot and put it in John Connor because John Connor happens okay. to be having heart failure. Now, keep going. Well, what's the state of the Terminator world? Uh, the state of the Terminator world is they are about to start the actual warfare that you see because... Uh, Kyle Reese is still a 17-year-old child instead of yeah. the 21, 22-year-old man that they send back in time. Okay. Uh, no, but John it looked like the war was already happening. Didn't at the end of It is. It, it's, they're, they're in mid-war, but they're at like one of those standstill points. Okay, like, so here's my question. Because there's no... Yeah, yeah exactly. Have you heard the news? No, they're making a fifth. It's a guarantee, and Arnold Schwarzenegger signed contracts. 
He's he's off of his political terms. Yeah. Well, he yeah. has decided he will go back to acting in Terminator Five. He's a full go on the project, not a cameo. He is the Terminator. The only again. problem with that is that uh, that movie it's gonna, it, it's going to be it's going to take longer for it to be made and everything because of I read that uh, because of personal. Issues. The whole, yeah, the whole no, yeah, yeah, is the Regardless, they're, they're doing it. And if they're doing it, when's that shit take place? Is that going to be during the that war? Shit, that that shit will actually cover uh, the entire war. Like, you know how well, it's going Okay, this is what I'm asking you. Will he be a bad guy or a good guy? Will they well, be they bad guy? bring him back as the villain. And if they if they do the full circles, they bring it back, because in the first movie he was a bad guy. If they bring it back in the last movie as the bad guy, Fights him. Do they re- do they get Christian Bale again, or do they get another actor because yeah. John Connor hasn't been enough fucking people? Yeah. Well, I just I just assume that every time they sent a Terminator back, they fucked the timeline up more yeah. and increased the danger level of Skynet. So like every time they came back, I thought it was always because that's why I thought the villains got worse every time. Was right. it like like yeah. first it's just a metal robot, then it's a fucking liquid robot, then it's a liquid metal robot, and you're like right. fuck. And then, like, on the fourth one, Skynet is so advanced, they have, like, motorcycle drones that fucking look for humans. Like, they giant didn't talk fucking about robots. Any of that shit. Yeah, and they remember, didn't talk about remember any Remember, they that. show it in the first movie. They show, they show these the giant, like, yeah. slow-moving tanks yeah. that roll over some scrolls and go... Which were actually the T-10, or, yeah, the T-01s. Yeah, they were supposed to be the first Terminator type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, like... And the T-10 series were the planes. They evidently screwed the something up because in that fifth off. movie, that's before the war, yeah. and the stuff they're dealing with would have made that first Terminator movie look like a joke. And that, but yeah. even John Connor but, says in that movie, though, to, to kind of add to that, he's like, he's like, you know, this is different. We didn't expect this to happen. And he's like, it's not the same. He's like, it's not what I was told. He's like, it's not, it's not the same at all. Like, he knew. That yeah, it was pretty which wouldn't up. surprise yeah. me if in the fifth movie, yeah. he actually tells him, do not tell her about everything, do not tell her about any of it, just say, I'm here to protect you, mm-hmm. do not explain the machines, and then that will be the reason why in the first one he goes back and only warns about the HKs and the capture right. drones. And he does mention the capture drones with the, the big, giant, like, yeah. scarab-looking motherfuckers. Okay. But he doesn't go into big detail. So I can allow the big, giant, scary right, okay, motherfuckers okay. that are giant right. walking prisons. I can allow that. Now, at the same time, when we stop to think about it, the beginning of the second movie, it's her talking, it shows Judgment Day, it shows all the bombs falling, then it cuts to a scene of him standing in the future, walking around, there's people surrounding him, he turns and you see the scar that Christian Bale got at the ass end of uh, yeah. number four. That's probably what five is going to take place. Is it's going to be Christian Bale turns scar, and then all of a sudden bomb goes off, and he goes, "Everybody fucking move!" And it'll be nothing but like bare minimum story to cover up the loopholes and bullshit, and it'll just be. I have to say, at the very least, if they show me a full action, hardcore, crazy scene to scene battle. I might not complain. Let me, yeah. let me exactly. be honest with you. If you're driving trucks and shooting Terminators and kicking things, and like, I don't need a giant story for Terminator, okay? Here's what I need. Terminator 2, perfect. That Still, in my opinion, mm-hmm. one of the top ten greatest action films ever created period. And Terminator 1 is still one of the top ten greatest horror movies ever. The only thing that's beating it is all these psychological horrors. 
But if you go off old school hack and slash where it's Freddy and Jason and them, it's still top ten. Really? In, in, yes. in, in the slasher aspect, but I still feel like Freddy and Jason and Michael Myers and like they, I still say they got a higher Scary. Yeah. Well, more than a robot. I don't yeah, feel like there's scary. Yeah, I don't feel like any of them are ever scary. Yeah. I, the horror movies, to me, there's a scary movie, okay? They do exist out there, but you have to look for them. And most yeah. of them are in your head, is what mm -hmm. makes them scary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Now, yeah, and when you stop to think about the fact that I'm one of those people that just kind of sits back and watches a movie, which is why Texas Chainsaw Massacre is like, the fuck is this shit? I don't even no, feel like... Well, the the Fred 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 things, I don't find them horror movies. I find them... This is going to sound weird. I think that what Freddy, Jason, Michael Myers, Jeepers Creepers, uh, fucking the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Hills Have Eyes, all these movies... I think that they are a disgusting, psychological warped aspect into people. Because, I'm going to be honest with you, and I can prove this with one fucking question right now. Who is your favorite character out of those movies? Out of the, out of the, the different guys I just mentioned and shit. Who is it? Who's the one that you're like, you're like, he would whoop all See, and now I, I'm more of a horror buff, and now you're actually making me go, oh, who is it? Who is it? Out of, the, out of the slashers, the famous slashers, and don't say Chucky. He's not a fucking slasher. You know, I'm, honestly, Chucky is one of my favorites, but more because the movies are, you, are like funny and gory at the same time. Are you talking time. about... But that's because I'm a sick, demented fuck. Are you kidding? But this is what I'm asking. Who was the best? Oh, if you're talking, who's your favorite? Freddy had the most personality. Okay, you say Freddy. Okay, hold on. Go for it. Who? Mm. Are you ready for this? Because I actually have it. It's top place for both. My number one all time is Jason, but at the same time, I've seen this really obscure movie called uh, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon, where it's no joke, we were going to make a movie like this, where they like go, oh yeah, here's what happens, here's how you become a giant serial killer, you gotta go out and you gotta do all kinds of... Uh, Fucking cardio and get yourself built up and blah blah blah. Okay, you've already proven my point. And that dude is cool. You. I hate all. I mean, I don't care for these movies at all. But if you I don't had, like any slasher. I if I had to choose, just say Pinhead so we can make fun. No. Just <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I had to choose. I'm gonna, I'm gonna regret this. I'm gonna go with what Greg said. Freddy. Okay. And he had a personality. You? Yeah. I will love that now. Ditto. Okay, you're Freddy. All right, now I'm gonna have to go with Freddy. Now I, I now I just proved my. So point. I'm. I'm no, in, I'm no, 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 I just proved my point. <laughs> Stop and think about that. I did not ask you who was your favorite killer. I said who is your favorite character amongst horror films, and every single person in the room, nobody gives a fuck about the hero. In fact, yeah, you're almost disappointed when the killer dies. Uh, <laughs> that is a sick, <laughs> twisted look into the human psyche. I don't remember that. The whole point of those movies yeah. is because you know people are going to die. Whoa, 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 whoa. When you asked who my favorite character was, actually, it was in uh, Freddy 3. 
And it was the kid that was shy and couldn't talk. That's what I was going to say first, but then I was like, okay. well, Freddy. And Bill! Like, Bill! But that kid was actually Tell me, uh, well, I, I watched this movie with Bill. All right. it, it's not... It is a horror movie, I suppose, but it's not, like, part of... I guess it's not a main, like, slasher... Uh, you mean you mean like how the, my, uh, the one dude was? I'm just like, waiting for him to say the name of the movie, because I'm not... Sure. Yeah. The House of Wax. Okay, let's listen. Oh! That guy... Okay. Bill told me about this guy, so I had to watch. Oh yeah, this guy yeah. kicks all the ass. That was cool. Yeah, listen. What? Yeah, he's uh, right. Yeah, I was about right. to say because that's one I avoided just because it was a remake. No, no, there's there. a character in it. There's a character in it that's really fucking cool. Like, so Paris Hilton's in it. Okay, let's get the fuck up. Let's get it out of the way right now. Paris Hilton's in it. She's dumber than fuck. Actually, but surprisingly, she's one of the smarter people in that movie because yeah. people are dumber than shit. They were right? dumb, and she made. There was one part where she was smart, like, yeah. There's this girl, and she's like, "What is that horrible smell? It sounds like a. It smells like a thousand dead people." So she walks into the woods after it. Oh yeah. And Paris actually stops and goes, "Yeah, so we're gonna go looking." For the dead people smell? That's like the only part I've seen in that movie, actually. <laughs> the movie. She's like the only one that was like, nobody here thinks this is a bad idea. I have to say, though, for the kind of, for it being like a horror. I'm going to say it's a B-class horror. A high B-class well, that, horror. That's exactly what the movie was. The original movie was a B-grade horror movie. Like, Dude, there's this the guy in it. There's this guy in it. I'm telling you. There's a guy in it that is completely awesome. He's like, he's like this hard-ass fucking trying to defend his sister, stand up for himself, no bullshit guy. Which for some reason doesn't seem to exist in many horror films. They're all just like, he's so badass. You mean like that douchebag from, uh, uh, oh god, what is it, Cabin Fever or whatever, where the dude's like, I'm just a hard bullshit. Fuck you. Dude, they were having this like bonfire type thing, and they were all drinking and shit, and the guy... Uh, the, the, killer the killer drives up in this truck and has his lights on, right? And one of the guys is like, you know, telling him to hell out and everything. This dude's in there. Yeah, he's just he's standing up on bullshit. That's he thinks he's a hard ass. All he does is talk some bullshit. But this, you wanna come down here? You wanna get some of this? So this dude stands up, turns around, and throws his fucking beer he's bottle and breaks one of the fucking lights. And he's like, you gonna leave now, bitch? Fucking hardcore motherfucker, dude. So the guy pulls off and leaves. Okay, you're thinking, immediately I was like, see, now you're going to be the guy. He's going to trap you in a corner, and you're going to be like, "Ah!" and you're going to fucking get killed and shit. And I'm gonna just laugh yeah, the whole time it happens because you thought because you were always get those hard motherfuckers yeah. like in almost all of the uh, Friday the Thirteenth where you get that moment. I'm a hard ass. I'm a hard ass. I'm a hard ass. And then they get them. Actually, actually, I'm sorry, dude. I didn't. I don't. I don't mean any of it. I don't mean any of it. I don't mean any of it. Doesn't take much to actually, take that the biggest hard ass I've seen. I believe in one of the Michael Meyer films. Uh, if I, I think I'm not thinking. Wait. This is the guy I'm thinking of. I'm sorry I'm saying this, but Buster Rhymes was in one of the movies. Oh, yes. And he fist fought Michael Myers. That's pretty hard. Okay. Are you talking about uh, Michael Myers hit Manhattan or whatever, and they're fighting on the rooftop? No, no, no. no, 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 no. Now, that is hardcore for the monster black in Manhattan. No. The only hardcore I've ever seen. And that dude was kind of cool, but then he just... The only hardcore guy I've ever seen that I've just known 100% wasn't going to take nobody's bullshit ever was when they did the remake and there's a dude taking a shit 
and he's trying to get in that bathroom in Halloween. Oh, yes. He's like, I'm dropping a bean burrito in here, man. <laughs> and he's like, J -j -j -j. so he's fucking with the door. So this guy gets up, doesn't even wipe his ass. He's ready to beat some motherfucker. Fucking, fucking opens the door to his well, face. Bush, he's a psycho-looking, psycho-looking motherfucker. Mask on, cuts all over him, huger than shit, looking like a freak. And he's staring at this guy, and he says, what? What, bitch? Let me introduce you. I'm Big Grizzly, and you better get the fuck out of here before you get a big hurt. So Michael Myers starts fighting this dude. And this dude's just like, whoop up, whoop up. And they're fighting in a tiny stall. And he's still got his drawers down. He's still got his drawers like his boot or some shit that he's got like he's gonna stick Michael and fucking he goes to cut and misses so Mike grabs his arm and it begins this I ain't letting go of this fucking knife thing he hits him against the side of this fucking bathroom wall thing and it's like do 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 they take the whole fucking wall down he's not letting go of the knife he's like no bitch no bitch no he's still fighting with Michael until he finally gets the knife. I gotta go get this shit. And when, the, when Michael takes the knife from him, this dude ain't done. He's like, oh, fuck that. So he starts throwing punches. <laughs> and then Michael stabs him and he dies. Please. He was not going to take no bullshit. Imagine if he goes in the middle of taking this shit. Imagine if he had his drawers up and he wouldn't pull out the knife. Wait, he didn't finish about the badass on Housewives. Did he do anything else cool besides throwing the bottle? Yeah, he did other things cool. There's kind of like this part where he goes down. Okay, the first time he goes into this dude's thinks he sees his sister type of thing or whatever thinks no he thought he heard his sister because the guy has a sister captured okay and he was just about to walk away from this guy that was like no i ain't nobody here you know he takes like two steps and he stops and he hears like help and he fucking gets his face on him like you could tell he's fucking pissed this dude behind him just lied to him he turns around and the, it's so quick like it's hard to believe that he even seen the shit coming because the dude realized that that bitch screamed. So he's got this big knife. And the dude turns to a swinging knife. And he fucking draws back. And he barely misses him. And he hits this dude in the face. And comes back across with like this cross. And just starts beating the fuck nice. out of the killer guy. The killer guy nice. can't fuck with this guy. So like the killer guy really just kind of runs. The deformed, nice. the deformed guy in the uh, museum, the yeah. big motherfucker. This guy fights him too. Fist fights him. Yeah, he don't fuck around. Dude. He's like, he, he's one of those characters that just doesn't exist in horror movies. Right. The problem with horror movies, slasher films in general, is everybody has this hard exterior, or they're just a complete bitch. Yeah, totally. And it gets dick, so man, fucking so, old. Like, yeah. like, okay, I'm not. I, I, I don't. I don't want to fucking like knock on wood here and figure out someday that I'm not a hard ass and I can't handle myself but listen in yeah. that situation you gotta do something right, right fucking now or you're dead mm -hmm. period yeah, that's and, right, yeah. and screaming like a bitch or being like look man we can work something out yeah, that don't do shit for you <laughs> no mm -hmm. if someone's swinging a knife at just, you you better duck and punch it's yeah. kind of like the fight or flight kind of thing and everybody seems to fucking flight or something like that like every time they don't even fight yeah I was about ever. to say there's so far yeah. there's only been like 
But that dude, he, ran, he fucking fought. Because you know, so like, <laughs> there's usually a guy would like swing at you with a knife, and even if you dodged it, they'd give you like, eh, I'm out of here, like, and run away. Yeah, you know, you you can run to a better fighting location, maybe. Like, it was like a dark-ass fucking place, and I'd be like, okay, run outside, clear as day, now I'm going to fight you. You just mentioned it. Okay, how how come all these killers just run around in different areas and whoop ass, okay? Right. Every now and then I've seen, like, the guy that's an ignorant guy who's not a hard-ass who thinks he is, like the dude in the Jason remake, mm-hmm. where he's like, he's like, I think he's jerking off to a porno or some oh, shit like nice. that, and, like, he hears Jason upstairs, and he goes up there, and he said, he, like, he sees Jason there, and the guy turns around, and he's like, he's like, Man, I'm gonna be a fucking shitstorm and your worst nightmare, or some shit like that. <laughs> Jason is like, you know, he's kind of gives him this. Yeah. Like, so he's like throws a punch or something. I can't remember. And Jason's just oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Dead. Because the dude's not a hard ass. Yeah. He's just a hick motherfucker that thought himself a badass. Yeah, right. And yeah. ends up dead. Hey, but at least he went up there and threw some punches. I guess. Yeah. But there's a difference between somebody like I want to see one movie where. You're a killer, okay? This guy's a killer. Uh, a Michael Myers movie could probably work for this while he's still a human, not a fucking zombie. Yeah. He goes up, right? He, he, okay, he goes up into a high school party. How come every single getting wasted motherfucker at the party is always just getting laid and running away or something like that, okay? How come there's you, not you know the one reason. guy? There's got to be somebody who fucking took boxing... Yeah, or something. Who fucking? What about the dude? What about the? What about the kid that fucking? He his dad was fucking worried. Sending to martial arts. He's done like fucking six different classes, including boxing or something like that. And that guy comes up on him. There's never the surprise moment for the killer. The killer always yeah, knows he's gonna oh, kill shit. this guy. Yeah, right. I want one time where the killer's like. I've got this guy. I've got this. I'm sneaking up behind him. And he turns around and fucking knife in the killer's hand. And he fucking like flips, you know. He falls back like maybe dodges the knife and goes for a broomstick handle. And breaks that motherfucker against his head and goes directly into martial arts combat. Fucking swings it around his head. Does a fucking misty kick. Fucking comes at the guy. Fucking... You know, strategic,なんかいうのをやっちゃったけどさ、それはやっちゃったけどさ、それはやっちゃったけどさ、それはやっちゃったけどさ、それはやっちゃったけどさ、それはやっちゃったけどさ、それはやっちゃったけどさ、
The black guy does run. He has like a, a, a he goes back in the shed thing and gets attacked, right? Yeah. And then he freaks out when he gets attacked. At first he's just like, whoa man, what are you doing in here? And then he finally gets attacked and his instinct finally kicks in. He grabs something. Right. And he's like, bam, bam, bam. And he's hitting this dude like, get the fuck off me. He barely gets away. And he's running up this hill. He's fucking booking it. Mm -hmm. And Jason walks out of the house thing, realizes there's no way he's going to catch this guy. So he grabs this fucking hatchet that they yeah. were using to cut wood and just fucking wings it down the fucking nice. walkway and hits the kid in the back. Uh, mm -hmm. And I was like, I was like, okay, that I accept. Yeah. What I don't accept is when he walks behind you and you run a marathon and fall down. And that's, that's, that's exactly what that behind the mask is. I got to get that to you. It's the guy talks about becoming like the Freddy and the Jason and all them. Where he says, you do a shit ton of cardio. Because he goes, like, they go, well, why are you doing all this cardio? And he goes, do you realize how fucking difficult it is to look like you're walking while you're following some motherfucker that's booking <laughs> it at full sprint? And he goes, you got to go through some hellish bullshit to just look like you're lightly jogging and fucking still keeping up with them. I think like, he goes through all of, like, the psyche and preparation that it takes for the guys, like, the actors that are actually acting as, like, Jason and Michael Myers yeah. to actually do what they do. It's not just like a, you know, oh, here's a camera angle thing. He's, like, trying to put it like they're in the real world where the universe is Jason's gone on a killing spree. Freddy's gone on a killing spree. Michael Myers has gone on a killing spree. The people that are talking to this guy actually went to the different places and tried to interview people in the towns and say, hey, we wanted to talk to you about the murder that you had. And everybody turns away and walks away like it never fucking took place. Like, I have to get you this movie. Now, it's so fucking amazing. When you talk, when I, when, when you talk about fucking when the person that trips always dies... The thing is, though, there's another thing that me and Spencer even actually talked about. If you're being chased by one of these iconic killers, mm -hmm. never look back. Mm -hmm. If you look back, they're in front of you. We just keep running, and you just keep looking forward. You just keep running. No, 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 that's just it. We actually figured this out, like, because, like I said, we were going to make this Behind the Mask movie a long-ass time ago, but we never got around to it. We figured the greatest way to keep in check with them is to... Go to a main road. Like, don't even run from them. Run far enough to keep away at them and walk. And just make sure you look over your shoulder every now and again and make sure that there's something Because Jason has there. a machete and he's walking at you. He can throw that shit. For some reason, if you but run, he catches up to you. If you run, he'll end up in front of you or you'll fall. But I always wondered, what if you kept him at eye contact and you yeah, walk? Yeah, just walk backwards looking at him and be like, me and you, bitch. Five minutes, me and you. Well, that's right. Yeah, just like go down, to, like like run your ass. Okay, you're at a camp. That means the camp has a road that leads into it. There's got to be that big stupid post sign. Right. Go to that post sign like a mad motherfucker. Okay. When you get there, you have a long straight shoot road that goes out to a fucking gotta be some sort of main drag, yeah. some sort of yeah. highway or some shit. Okay. When you get there. He's not going to hide in the side trees. For some reason, in the old-style movies, he just walked at you. Mm -hmm. Well, you got a straight road to follow. Walk it. Mm -hmm. like no joke. Yes. No like Grant said, walk the road. Walk backwards, staring at him. He'd be like this, walking. Like now, the, the only, the only problem with Jason, the only problem, <laughs> it really is, 
the only problem with using Jason as that example is he has machete. He can go. He can throw. I'm sick of you and fucking throw that <laughs> shit. Like, and if you, you don't dodge it, you, you just dodge it though. But then, yeah, he's looking at him. He's looking at him. He throws it, and you're like, if you move to the side, you know he's gonna be thinking, fuck. playing baseball with him, okay? Like, pain. like, why can't, why won't he run? If he runs, I'll get him. <laughs> but he's walking. He's a genius. He figured me out. Uh, yeah, if he goes and tells other people, my killing days are over. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would just walk backwards right into a, like, a gun store with big-ass windows. While I'm watching him walk down the street to come into the store to kill me, I'm like, hey, dude, come on, gun. I'm like, what? I got a motherfucker that's after me. I need you to, like, kill him. Give me the biggest thing you got. If you have a bazooka, that'll work the best. Let's go. You, you see this guy walking <laughs> up the street with a yeah. mask covered in blood? Yeah, yeah he's, he's coming for me. And then he'll kill you because you're here. Yeah. <laughs> I just I brought you in. He's going to get me. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's going to go. I'm getting that all out of here. What way is it going down? Somebody's dying. I'm getting behind you, and I'm taking something from the rack, or you can give me something. I got it. He's not good because handguns just like stop him for half a second. But then Jason would walk in the building, and the guy would be like, I'm getting the fuck out here. Don't run. Yeah. Dude, turn around and walk. I just did this for three hours. If you end up in front of you and I walk directly into the Dude, I just walked backwards three miles. That motherfucker couldn't keep up. The conversation's already too long. Give me a gun. He's here, He's here somewhere. We gotta go. This conversation. That is really the building's small now. You know, he's thinking, oh, I'm going to get you. Just walk backwards around the building until you <laughs> hit the door. Then exit the building because he's going to fall you. The funny thing is, you'd be on the back side of the building and you'd look around the corner because you lose eye contact for a second. You'd look around the corner and then he'd be around the corner. Doom, 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 doom. You're like, you're like, well, you still got to come fucking get To McDonald's backwards in the drive-through, order your food. <laughs> yeah, and most of them full windows, so you walk backwards like a double cheeseburger right now, right now. Like, you sent me a twenty. I can't see that. I'm looking at this guy. You don't see the guy throwing his burger. If I look, if I look, just put it in my hand. <laughs> and then you're like, look, if I look away, I'm dead. My Doctor Who, nice. where there are these statues that they're monsters. Okay. If you look away from them, they can move blinding fast until you see them again and they're still right. again. Nice. <laughs> and if you look away for that minute, it doesn't matter where you're going. You blink your eyes. They're coming at you. Nice. And it's almost, almost so that same thing. As long as you can see them, you're safe. But the <laughs> seconds you cannot see them, even for a short while, 
It's over. Dude, nice. episode, the episode is appropriately titled <laughs> Don't Blink. That movie, this movie idea would be so sweet because the guy would be walking back or eating his cheeseburger staring at him like, yeah, got you, you know what's sad is we just officially, and you guys are now all witness to this, anybody who's listening now, we have officially just created a skit that we have to do now. Yeah. I was thinking we have to dress up as like this is my idea. I'm thinking a three-person skit. Talking about ten minutes long. One guy doing his regular thing. Like, of course, it's nighttime setting. Then all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, you hear yeah, you gleam on something. Here's about a report of some psycho in in the neighborhood killing people. Nobody's ever seen him, or except well, obviously the dead people. Yeah. But anyway, (laughs) he meets this dead person, and he meets this killer person, and. And the whole the whole thing is just this one guy dealing with this one killer, and and it's like at first he freaks out, and yeah, he's doing your jet your basic uh, run, basic yeah. run and yeah run and hide, lock the door, try to call, but there's no reception. Oh yada, yeah, yada. but then he re- but then slowly the time G four he learns yeah. 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 I can't yeah I'm done like this two or three minutes in. Walking backwards, and he looks around the corner, and he's over there. But he's like, "You still gotta come get me." It starts with fear, and then it turns to comedy. It turns to comedy, and he just <laughs> overall annoyance. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, "Well, how yeah. do people get killed?" You know what I would do? I would actually go to the graveyard because the killer maintains his seriousness and walk around the ditch that, that and he walks straight to you so I wonder if he just followed a fucking ditch <laughs> 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 and he's backwards going around the ditch backwards like okay okay <laughs> 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 you know what's sad I'm going to be like yeah hey bitch I'm here now I got all day for me oh to walk straight at you. He doesn't know what's going on. He's no, he falls. Yeah, like, like, you walk around the ditch and he'll kind of adjust to turn, but then he turns right <laughs> back. <laughs> and then he falls in the ditch and then you'll stop and you'll laugh like, but guess what? I'm not running because I know that he'll just get up and be there. Gonna keep walking. I would just, I would just sit Fuck down in front of him and I'd just like, you know, get my phone out and be like, activate wireless. <laughs> like, uh, get on the Wi-Fi. Gotcha. <laughs> it's on, bitch. What, what now, woman? Turn, he's gone. It's like, 
Yeah, but they'd be like, at least I got a machete, it's just out of your pocket, it's fucking gone or whatever. What the fuck? Yeah, you're like, wait, you're teleported? No, 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 because we got an emergency. It's got to be emergency. I'm on I'll call you back. And then you go to grab the machete, it's already gone, and you go, shit, and just poof, dead. And end it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The and entire time, though. The entire time. Like, Maybe we should discuss this on podcast. That when that guy... I well, no, no, no. Because if we discuss it on podcast, this is our shit. They can't take it. They can't. They kill them because they're assholes if they take this. You gotta think that the finally, when that killer finally kills that dude, you think in his head, nobody else better find out that trick. Because I'm not going to wait like three fucking days to kill somebody because he figured out that walking no. backwards staring. What he would do is he'd walk into one of those fucking stores and get the, uh, what's the vehicle you ride on? The uh, yeah, Segway? Which one? The little Segway. Yeah, he'd just go buy a Segway. And then he'd be like, do the fold-up one he has on his back. So the next dude's like, I'm going to go around like, bitch, what Jason and whoever was falling around, she was like being a coffee shop or yeah. something like that with the other killer guys. Like fucking Freddy's sitting there like drinking his tea with us. And then fucking Jason's got his machete fucking stabbed into the seat and he's got his coffee and shit. He's like, so I was chasing this guy, right? You guys are never going to believe what happened. I got a live one. <laughs> Really? You mean he fought you? No, he figured out the trick. He figured out we just walk, man. He made the one mistake all humans make. He lost. He wasn't paying attention. He wasn't paying attention. Technology killed him. Yeah, technology got him. Technology got him. But what if somebody else? What if somebody else figures it out? I got a Segway. Yeah, I got a Segway. <laughs> I got a Segway. The Segway would be like the Freddy would be like, for the best part ever. Like, and Freddy would be like, why didn't you just wait until he fell asleep? Because that's your thing. Oh, yeah, right. Fuck. Yeah, fuck, bro. <laughs> you know, if they fall asleep, you just walk in the house and stab them. You know? Or, yeah, and then just to end it, though, Freddy should be like, all right, guys, I, I got to go. I'm out. Poof, and then the other guys they cups to them waking up at the table, and Freddy was never there. <laughs> you know how crossovers happen? <laughs> you know how crossovers happen all the time? Yeah. I mean, all the time. Yeah, they do. There's one crossover that I've seen a lot that I get a kick, I get a kick out of, but I haven't worried about it. Um, <laughs> they have they have like uh the Army of Darkness thing that keeps having crossovers. Okay, now when Army of Darkness has crossovers. It's like with Jason and Freddy and all this shit. Now, I've, I've read that and I've got a kick out of it. But here's a question I have. It's a pretty serious question. I, 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 really, I really wonder about this. You know how they come up with stupid gimmicks like Batman yeah. and shit like that? Oh, yeah. Okay, now Batman's fought Predator and Terminator and, and Superman somehow and, yeah. had to do it too. Yeah. <laughs> when Superman <clears throat> has crossover comic, how come Superman hasn't had like... The, the, I, I, it's not that I want to see it, but I kind of do. Like, when does Superman have the crossover with Jason? I'm thinking Freddy. Because that would be now, good. Freddy, Freddy would could be he die? Play. Yeah, could he die in his dream? Because Freddy would just be like, I have kryptonite. And it's he would think he'd die. Or he would say, 
He'd just be a dream where he couldn't do his superpower, so Freddy could probably kill Superman, I would think. Right, but would. okay, yeah. <clears throat> what if Jason comes up, right? Oh, God, yeah. But Superman, instead of the normal comic book gimmick, what have you got to keep his powers? I mean, he'd beat the fucking shit out of him. I mean, I don't but know. Woody, Woody right. is my question. Here's the reason I ask. Yeah. Okay, Superman's standing there, right? He's giving a fucking a speech at fucking Camp Crystal Lake, and he's like, blah, 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 and fucking Jason comes up out of the woods like, and breaks the machete over the back of his head. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like everybody runs in fear and Superman. Where do they go from there? Where does everybody go? I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Rude. Jason's <laughs> like, he's like, what's your problem? You could have killed somebody. And Jason's like, that was the idea. That was the idea. Nice. I mean, he would just beat the shit out of Jason forever because apparently Jason can't die. So he just. Actually, actually, if Jason goes to hell, Jason's not even in the movie, but for like maybe no joke. I remember. 15 that. 20 minutes yeah. worth of footage. Yeah. Because there's supposed to be the whole thing, which is how the Freddy versus Jason versus <laughs> Ashley yeah, mixes I mean. in. Jason's family was supposed to be heavy into the occult. They have the Necronomicon in the cabin he was born in. Nice. They used it on Jason. That's why he's supposed to be demonic zombie. <clears throat> he's actually supposed to be a deadite. But they blow him to fuck. Like, no joke. They lure him outside. Yeah, I remember that. The cops shoot the piss out of him. He falls into pieces. They put him in different body bags, almost like they did with Chucky. Only instead with Chucky, they put him in a garbage can, which is fine. (laughs) But, I mean, they put him in different pieces. Yeah, so he couldn't be back to And when they're trying to figure out, like, what's up with him at the morgue, this dude just up and eats his heart for yeah, no fucking reason. Yeah, I remember that. He gets, like, possessed. And they keep that. going from person to person That's every time right. they die. He turns a creature and latches into another body trying to get back so he can be born again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because then he finally goes to the barn and the barn, like, explodes <laughs> and then he comes out of it or something? Is that yeah, what he that comes works. out of it, full body, machete in hand, going, what up, bitches? They were slowly trying to integrate that whole ideal. In fact, I heard that it was going to take place and then it never happened. All they got was Freddy and Jason. But I had heard that they were going to have him... Uh, Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Yeah, I had heard uh, that that was going to happen. They made it a comic, comic yeah, series. My, 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 my little comic. sister, like I bought it for her. It's like, yeah, but here's like the thing. I got here's the thing right? I've heard that he's working out. That Bruce Campbell, evidently, they have him training right now. Actually, that's what's sad, is I have a, a friend who goes to all the different cons because she's actually an artist for DC and Dark Horse, so she goes and she also does, uh, like, a bunch of different shit, but she goes and she, she used to work in a circus, so she eats fire and shit like that. So she goes and hangs out with all the guys. She actually knows Bruce Campbell pretty goddamn well, and she says that he hates working on that Burn Notice show, which is one of my favorite shows. She says that he hates working on it because they make him put on almost a fat suit. He is no joke. He actually did. He has become cut to the point of how he was at well, the end of Honor of Darkness. I was told this, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get too many hopes up here, but I'm gonna say this is what I was told. I was told that he's not only working out, that he's getting back into shape, that he and Sam Raimi are supposedly discussing a deal where he'll come back and finish the actual Evil Dead series. Because the third movie leaves off where he's in the shopping mall fighting all the fucking deadites. Mm-hmm. I've heard that he'll come back and finish the actual fourth movie 
with Bruce Campbell as the actual star. And then, then right after that, there was supposed to be a project lined up where he would handpick an actor and they would redo the original Evil Dead. Nice. <clears throat> now, I don't know if that's true. Don't misunderstand me. No. But regardless, that would be freaking sweet. Oh, yeah. I would love to see another Army of Darkness. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, no, I'd love to see another Evil, Evil Dead. Army of Darkness yeah, yeah, is yeah, not yeah. my favorite. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I like watching Army of Darkness if there's, like, nothing else on and I'm in the mood for, like, a comedy. But, I mean, you know, like, if they redid Evil Dead like that, like, if they picked somebody out, that would be epic. And I know the one person that they would pick out, but he wouldn't be Ash. His uh, co-worker, from, or his co-star from uh, Burn Notice, they'd probably pick him to be like that uh, that hillbilly hick motherfucker that's standing outside yelling for his girlfriend from, you know, part two. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like, the dude can play multiple roles. I can see him being Ash, but I can see, the, see them picking him as like a secondary character just hanging out in the cabin with him as all hell is breaking loose. And he ends up being one of the motherfuckers that freaks out goes out into the woods to try to figure out what the fuck is going on, and the next thing you know, dead, walks back, hey guys, I'm still, ah, dead, you know, and fucking go ape shit. <laughs> okay. And that will be epic as piss. Well, we're not exactly out of time here. What do we got left? Uh, about 20 minutes. We got 20, 20 minutes? minutes? We're no, not I... out of time, but there was a question I really wanted to ask. Okay. Because it's going to take 20 minutes to yeah, get an it's answer. Gotten it's, gotten it's, gotten yeah. Back, yeah. it's gotten back into my head as time has gone by, and I'm <laughs> curious about something. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Why do I feel as though I know what this going? is? Mm-hmm. Because if you don't know this, you are a man. I'm sorry, but saying this, I'd probably, uh, yeah. It hit me a little while ago that I don't believe, like, there's something weird about Superman that's allowed him to stand the test of time. He, I believe, at one point in time, in everybody's life, you like Superman. It's weird. Right, yeah. Okay, and sometimes it happens a lot of times when they're little kids. Little kids, you'd be like five or six years old, you see a Superman movie, a cartoon or something, a crossover in a comic book. (coughs) He is like the alpha. Everybody loves him. He spanned an entire fucking globe of merchandise. He's got a city. Yeah. Well, it did make me wonder, though, a lot of people have orchestrated this role over the years. And I was just going to ask, it just came to mind, I'm curious to know this. For everybody in their life, it seems that at one point in time, Superman was real. When did he become real? For you, what what was the first time when you seen it, you said, you said, he's awesome, that's my favorite character, whatever. At some point in time, you've seen something, television show, uh, 
I pray it wasn't Lois and Clark. <laughs> Jesus, but no. at some point in time, you I said think I was maybe like ten like or eleven when that bullshit came out. What, um, what was it? What was it that made him an icon for you? See, now that's one of those things where I've never like I've liked Superman, but he's never been like all-time favorite. No, but like, you have you, but, you even if you've hated him, there's a point in your life where you liked him. That that's what I was about to say. Um. Because I actually brought this up with Greg, because, you know, Greg's senior Superman, Superman <laughs> expert. But it it's always been, like, the Doomsday fight, the new revamped Doomsday, was epic. But the first fight that I've ever seen that made me, like, respect Superman for what he can do, not just as, like, a bullshit, almighty, godlike character that can never die no matter what the hell happens, because in my opinion, they made him out to be the Jesus Christ of the comic book world, and that's all he will ever be for the test of time to me. But the only time that he's ever been hardcore was he was fighting this one dude, and I can't think of his name, it was during the uh, animated series, where it's this yellow-looking motherfucker comes down, and he goes... I am more hardcore, I am the strongest on the face of this entire universe. And he punches Superman, and Superman goes through like six buildings and lands. And the dude jumps and lands right on top of Superman, and he goes, You will never beat me. And Superman spits his blood on the ground, knocks him off of him, and goes, You know, on this world, I feel like a just uh, an almighty superpower. I feel like I have to be careful and gentle with everything. You're talking about a show. Uh-huh. You're talking about a show because mm -hmm. uh, his exact words, I don't know which, I can't but, remember. But I know you know what episode it is. But he says, he says, one dude. He says I feel like I live in a, he says, I feel like I live in a world made of cardboard. Mm -hmm. It's like I have to take my time with everything. Making sure that every corner is secure. Making sure that every step is careful. Mm -hmm. Because if I make even one mistake, there's no telling what's going to happen. But you can take it, can't you? And he just up and decks the dude, and they go out in the outer fucking space and start fighting, and I was like, that is epic! So the thing that really made you Superman in general was, I want to say that's a Justice League episode. Yeah. That's a, cause yeah. So it was the it's, Justice League Superman that first really caught your major attention. Yeah. And then after that, the only other time that Superman has caught my attention as the true badass that he is was in uh, the Doomsday movie that they just did. And in the Teen Justice, they had one episode where he shows up and he looks at Superboy, realizes that Superboy is his clone, has complete and total disgust for him as he should, turns and starts to walk away, and Batman stops him and he goes, he could be a well useful ally and Superman just goes and looks at him and goes alright and that's how the Teen Titans were formed and I actually love the fact that they kept that true to the comic book line is he has no want of Superboy but still is like fuck it let him stay just in case and then flies off yeah but I'm more or less uh, I'm just wondering which one really made it an icon for you, and you did answer that. I know which one made you realize or have, have your moment for some reason, mm -hmm. and I think I already know for Shane. 
Yep. Lois and Clark. Smallville. Yep. <laughs> it really was. It was Smallville. He got completely stuck on it. And then after after Smallville, then all of a sudden he was like he was like willing to read Superman comics and wanted to know about crossovers and shit like that. That was what made it. I took it a step farther. Because he hated him for years and years that I knew him. But see, then now he wears Superman shirts because yep. he's seen Smallville. And I think a lot of a lot of people now that's what their that's what Superman it. phase is. Nick will tell you that it's Smallville. Mm-hmm. He got into it because he, he spent the night with me one night and I was watching it. Now he got he's his, completely yeah he's already finished it he's watching the whole nice. series nice now it's not a bad thing though not exactly no but at the same Let's time see. based off what you guys have been uh, telling me about it it just kind of there's a big gap where I read it. DC a lot I used to be Marvel but uh, I read one of the Superman books a trade paperback like after I started reading the man I don't even remember when it was. Because the first Superman's I ever had was the one where the enemy shot him and he was eating cheeseburgers. Like, remember I told you <laughs> he, had, he had, like, the retarded appetite. And then there was one where there was, like, a... Like, all back in the day, his comics were all, like... You know, he was the goody-two-shoe, like, dumb icon thing. Like, they were like, oh, no, they're almost going to find out I'm Clark. I better drown in the river so they don't know I'm Superman. So they were like, oh, my gosh, Clark died. And he's like, well, that takes care of that, I guess. And then... So he was, like, dead. Anyway, it was weird, but, uh... I was like, wow, that's so stupid. And then I read uh, Crisis on Infinite <clears throat> Earths or whatever when I when I got it one year for Christmas. And uh, I read the shit out of that, and Superman was just awesome in that comic. Like, like uh, Supergirl died, and I was actually, like, I flipped to it real quick, and then I, I saw her, her dead in his arms, and I was like, oh, my goodness, what's this? And, like, they did this whole Crisis part, and that's also when I saw the Flash kill himself, which is pretty sweet. But uh, then uh, I got like started liking Flash, but Superman just... Like saved the day through that whole thing, and then I just thought it. I mean, I just thought that was awesome because then they showed the older Superman from uh, Earth fifty two or whatever, and he was uh, he was pretty cool as well. He was at, but I don't know. They was, it was that's when I saw it though. So really, awesome. more of the thing you were mainly hooked by comic yeah, books more yeah. than anything oh, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was real because he was the strongest guy, and then when he couldn't do something, it was kind of I don't know. It put it, it. It usually is the thing that puts an enemy in perspective. If Superman can't beat him, it's probably not gonna you know go over really well so it's uh you know i don't know what about you well uh truth be told throughout my life I never really paid much attention to superman but at some point in time you took took a notice i'm sure well yeah i mean uh when i'm in the company of you guys I and mean, it's kind of damn near impossible <laughs> yeah sadly. be it uh yeah I'm on middle ground. Like I honestly like Marvel a little bit more than I like Even DC. You, but but, what, but what, I still try to stay what, middle. What kind of gets me interested is just that everybody knows that symbol, and everybody yeah, at everybody. one point in time or another has had something Superman. Like I just yeah. noticed that. That's so weird to me. Mm-hmm. That like because other characters like okay, other characters go here and there, mm-hmm. and you're like okay. Who here has their Green Arrow shirt? I would totally buy one if I could find one. Well, but you know why you know can't find one? Really, <laughs> I think, really? In truth? No. But I think he's a cool character. Really? Like, honestly, and that's cool. exactly what I'm no. getting about. Like, okay, so what about Hawkeye? 
I don't care. You're, bird people. you're barking up the wrong tree. Oh, no, no, no. I did not say bird people. He said hawk, oh, man. He didn't oh, say hawk, man. He's talking about Marvel hawk. Oh, hawk, uh, oh. Uh, the guy with a bow and arrow fucking on the Avengers. That's all I know right there. At one time, see, actually, I do know at one time he used to be like Giant Man also at the same time. It's see, weird. No, 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 Hank Pym has always been Ant-Man, Giant Man, and Yellow Jacket, and currently he's Giant Man right now in most of throughout the Avengers thing, because once the Avengers disassemble, that's when he becomes Yellow Jacket. There hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different characters out there that, like, pass you by, or you'll see him one time and be like, he's all right. Luke Cage, who the fuck is that dude? But like, there's something weird about Superman that, I don't know if it was the way they drew him, the iconic, the fact that they made that S so big over the years, because that was the the very first superhero. Like, there's got to be something to it. Yes, yes. Okay, well, to add on to the, every piece of pop culture that he's ever been associated with, he was always... The beacon of hope. The yeah. he was the shield that everyone stood behind because nobody could move him, yeah. and that's really where and that's really what people people look up to astronauts and presidents and all these figures. But nobody is nearly as immovable as Superman. Superman was made real for me mm-hmm. when I was very very little. I, I, I mean, I was real little. I want to say I was only two years old. And I remember, yeah, of course, you'd watch TV with your parents or whatever. There'd yeah, be something right. on TV, and you're, or they'd fucking sit you down with whatever movie just to make you shut up and watch a TV. They'd put mm-hmm. you in your room, whatever. There was one thing I saw. I saw the 1978 Superman movie. Mm-hmm. And I remember I watched it, and immediately afterwards, I seen the second movie. It was, it was in like one day. I can't even remember why it happened. I, I want to say I was only like, I must have been young as hell because I don't remember seeing the movie necessarily. You just remember it, yeah. You remember bits and pieces. But I certainly remember that every single day after that, it was like Superman. Like I remember being completely, I was all about the character. Right. Like I was like, Superman this, Superman that. And I even remember making mistakes. Like when I seen, I seen the third Superman movie and I misunderstood what I was seeing because I was too young to understand what was going on. I thought there was like a canister in his body or something oh. that the supercomputer ripped out and that it was like an acid or something and it nice. killed the supercomputer. I mean, when I was young, I didn't understand what I'd seen. I didn't realize that he just had it behind his back and it's like under yeah. his cape. I thought the computer scanned something inside of him and took it. Nice. So like that's how, that's how young I was when I seen these movies. Mm-hmm. But for me... He made it all possible. After that, I remember I got to watch the original, like the old fucking cartoon mm-hmm. reels and things like that. And that's where that character took shape for me. But I'm noticing that no matter how many times he falls off and comes back and falls off and comes back, and it, they've tried different looks and shit like that, mm-hmm. he's one of those characters that they got so perfect with their first attempt. Yeah. They've never really changed it. He yeah. still wears a fucking yellow belt. He still has red underwear. Like, he looks ridiculous, but at the same time, I just recently have been reading comics like crazy, and I reread The Death of Superman, Funeral for a Friend, Rise of the Superman, Reign of the Superman. Well, I realized something weird. No matter how fucking ridiculous he looks, right. he doesn't. 
He yeah, really it looks like it. natural. I don't know. The only thing I didn't like is the eighties mullet thing, like the what he was rocking the mullet, the yeah, super uh, mullet. Yeah, that like, was oh, ignorant. Yeah, besides that, they've always had to look right. Yeah, yeah, you just, see him flying. You know yeah, what? That, that was no show. more than a repressed memory in like half of the nerds out there that were nobody liked. Like, and now you just oh, I did because it's what made me not read those because I had a bunch and and it is. It sounds shallow, but you will get thrown off a comic if you just like uh, if the art style changes and stuff. Like, fuck, that's stupid. So people, I you know, I used to do that. Oh so yeah, like, no, yeah. I completely so, understand uh, you. When I would see those comics, I have a few really old ones, like the one where it shows like half his face, half metal face, and the other one. And then I was reading through it, and I was like, "What the fuck, hair style is that?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm okay." And plus, the story, the story was slow, and I was like, "Nah." And then I didn't get any more. And actually, now I remember it. I really get super got into like Superman when I was reading uh, Infinite Crisis, and that's when I started liking him more and more. What's like, funny is that like, a lot more his hair, his popularity came it. back. Yeah, I, I, I wonder why. When he died, he reached a peak in popularity that was right. unsurpassed. And then the reign of the Superman and all this shit. And the reign of the Superman, I was getting into that shit. I was like, this right. is going to be Bob. This is going to be Bob. Yeah. And then, this, then all of a sudden they introduced this guy who's claiming to be Superman who doesn't really have the same power field. He's kind of right. weaker than yeah. fuck. And he's got he's got like this big black suit with a giant like like uh, silvery S. And I remember being like, that guy can't be Superman. Well, they get to the end of the comic and something happens. I can't remember. They're like in this corridor thing and they're running down and fucking he's the last one. He goes up in this room and then something happens and all of a sudden like the door opens and there's this big panel and then he's sitting there and he's finally got his whole suit on, his original suit. And he's got the fucking red S and shit and that's where the first time you've seen him with the mullet hair. And he was like, thanks for watching the fort while I was gone. And he fucking flew out past all the supermen. And we're still like fighting in the hallway. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And he flew. I, I'll never forget that photo comic because it's so odd. Like, you can tell that the shit didn't just stop. They were fighting their way into this thing. He went ahead. They're still fighting. And then he flies out past them like, thanks. And he didn't help nobody or nothing. He just left. Right. It was such a douchebag. I believe that his douchiness was up there with the mullet. Like, yeah. And then, then it was weird because I remember falling out of it, and a lot of other people did too. Like, I don't know if they changed not just their artists, but their story. Whatever it was, they lost a lot. And it was funny because when his popularity started coming back, it was like the comics shifted. They cut his hair, and his popularity started coming back up. Hey, so uh, you read Superman? No, fuck that. I quit reading it. Well, why'd you quit? Because the story sucked, and that motherfucker has a mullet. The only motherfucker that needs to have a mullet is goddamn Billy Ray Cyrus. But, and he needs to go die, too. But this Ouch. is... We, we all run into I'm just con. saying, it was probably but, some dude at a con. We're it. definitely going to have to wrap this up. But this is... I guess, I guess on a closing note, I'll just say this. This was the chairs. I feel like we did a decent episode. And Superman did have a mullet. But what are you going to do about it? Make him, uh, laser it off? 
Mm -hmm. You know, make Superman cut his hair? Kryptonite? 